Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. It took the Office of Personnel Management much longer to process retirement claims in April. It processed 27% of claims last month within the standard 60 days, well below the 77% processing rate OPM hit in March. OPM received nearly 6,600 claims in April and processed about 8,200. OPM's backlog sits at nearly 19,000, 6,000 off from OPM's steady state of 13,000 claims. A 1% cut to the Environmental Protection Agency's budget will force the agency to freeze staffing levels for another year. The Obama administration had proposed adding more staff to EPA, but the idea was rejected in the 2017 Omnibus Appropriations Bill President Trump recently signed. Staffing will stay at 15,000 positions, the lowest EPA's had since 1989. Agencies must start implementing the Data Act. The deadline to start doing so was yesterday, and Congress wants to know if agencies are ready. Members of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee sent a letter to Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin asking for an update on several auditor recommendations related to the standardization of federal spending reports. Mnuchin has until May 22nd to respond. A popular late-night talk show host causes major IT problems at the FCC. The Federal Communications Commission was struck by a massive distributed denial-of-service attack Sunday night and into Monday morning. FCC CIO David Brace says the DDoS attack was a deliberate attempt by external actors to bombard their common system with a high amount of traffic to their commercial cloud host. The attack comes after HBO's John Oliver talked about the changes under consideration by the FCC around net neutrality. Bray says the attackers were not attempting to file comments, but make it difficult for citizens to use the comment system. I'm Jason Miller. One of President Trump's selections for a major defense role is confirmed. Heather Wilson will be the next Secretary of the Air Force. She'll be stepping down from her post as president of the South Dakota School of Mines and Technology and is expected to be sworn in within a week. An Air Force Academy grad, Wilson also served in Congress for over a decade, representing New Mexico's 1st District. The president loses one of his nominees, though. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni reports. President Trump's second nominee for Army Secretary dropped out last week. Mark Green pulled his nomination after receiving criticism over past statements on LGBT and religious issues. Last year, Green called being transgender a disease. Those comments and others gave pause to Senate Armed Services Committee Chairman John McCain. Green is Trump's second nominee for the position to pull his hat out of the ring. Businessman Vincent Viola dropped out earlier this year over concerns over his business ties. I'm Scott Massioni. Bad news for many legislative branch websites. The Information Technology and Innovation Foundation tested 94 of them for security, speed, mobile friendliness, and accessibility. ITIF says 99% failed to meet basic standards in at least one of those metrics. Worse, only 52% were found to be accessible for people with disabilities. The organization suggests the legislative branch adhere to the same standards as their executive counterparts when it comes to website standards. With the Senate in session for a couple more weeks, President Trump adds to its list of homework assignments. The president chooses 10 names he plans to nominate to lower federal courts. Five of them are state Supreme Court justices. Among that group, Michigan Supreme Court Justice Joan Larson, who clerked for the late Justice Antonin Scalia. Others include Notre Dame University law professor Amy Coney, also a former Scalia clerk. Majority leader Chuck Schumer criticized the picks. Conservative groups praised them. I'm Tom Temin. The Interior Department wants to hear from you on which national monuments should retain their protected status. The department is reviewing the status of several monuments after President Trump issued an executive order in April calling for one. The public comment period will begin this Friday. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. I'm Eric White.